there, and welcome to Coffee with Crystal. Our program is sponsored by Kaleidoscope Counseling Center, an organization dedicated to providing reduced fee counseling and life skills training to individuals, couples, and groups. To learn more about Kaleidoscope and the services provided, please take a moment to visit www.k-scopesolutions.com. I'm Dr. Crystal, your host. Well, here we are, closing out the month of January, and what a month it's been. Hasn't this month been extremely long, or is it just me? I was setting an appointment on my calendar a few days ago, and I paused. I took a deep breath and asked out loud, and I didn't ask this to anyone in particular because I was sitting in my office, and I don't really think anyone was in there with me, but I asked, is it still January? But while long, it has been a month of marked ups and downs. We've witnessed an insurrection on national TV right before our very eyes. We've seen the swearing in of the first female vice president. We've lost legends, legends like Hank Aaron, Larry King, and most recently, Cicely Tyson. And it goes on and on. So for me, January has just seemed like it's been a long, heavy month with every day, you know, bringing about something new, either a good high or a a low that's just amazing in and of itself. Unbelievable. I won't say amazing, but unbelievable in and of itself. So as we close out the month of January, let's pause for a minute, close our eyes. Take a deep breath. And as we're exhaling, let's thank God for granting us another day here on this earth. Okay, after a month like January, where do we go from here? Why, love, of course. Isn't February not the month of love? And it's my favorite month. Why, you might ask? Because it's my birthday month. But I digress. It's not about me. It's about love. And where do we go from here? You know, we go to the unconditional, unwavering love of God. We turn our attention to the importance of abiding in that love. Let's start with a quick English lesson. Merriam-Webster defines abide as remaining stable or fixed in a state. In this definition, it's an intransitive verb, meaning it's one, an action verb that expresses a doable action like to stay or to remain. And secondly, it does not have a direct object receiving the action. It is a standalone act. So when we abide in God's love, no one or no thing is receiving that action. It is something that we do in and of and for ourselves. I would like for us today to walk through Acts chapter 17, verses 24 through 28. And it begins by clarifying just who God is. It says, the God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. So who is God? The Lord of heaven and earth. And he does not live in temples built by human hands. 
you know, he's the God who made the world and everything in it. That is the God that we serve. That is the God who loves us. The God who, at the mere utterance of his voice, created the entire world. You know, sometimes I take this for granted. Well, to be honest, not sometimes, but most times I take this for granted. I get up, I pray, I read my Bible, and then I'm off with my day. You know, and so often it's only during those quiet moments that I pause and reflect on the all of who God is. For the most part, the rest of my day is spent leaning on my talents, on my abilities, you know, trying to handle things on my own. When I'm loved by the God who created the world and I only need to lean on him. Now I ask you, how much stress would that remove from our lives if we truly embraced that one fact? The one fact that we are loved by the God who created the heavens and the earth, the God who created all things. But it doesn't stop there. The passage goes on to say, and he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. First, did you catch that part? The part where it says, he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. That circles us back to our little English lesson where we learn that when we abide in God's love, we're not affecting him at all. Remember, to abide in this sense is intransitive, meaning in basic terms, we're not doing God any favors when we choose to abide in his love. So let's not get it twisted. When we make the Bible our standard, when we choose to hold unswervingly to the instructions and the promises of God, it is not for his benefit. We're not doing it for him. We're doing it because of him. Let's move on. The passage goes on to say, From one man he made all the nations, that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. From one man he made all the nations. Currently there are 195 independent nations and over 60 plus countries. So that's over 255 nations. Now, do you really think anyone who can ensure that over 255 nations are inhabited really needs anything from us? And he did this, He, the, the creation I'm referring to, he did it in such detail. It says he marked out their appointed time in history and the boundaries of their land. So you see, your being here right now, today, exactly where you are, it's no accident, it's not a coincidence, it's no happenstance. You are where you are because of the divine will of God. The scripture says God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any of us. So who's the day? Why, us, of course. He wants us to find him. All of this, the creation of the world, the divine plan, all so that we, 
his creations could perhaps, wait a minute, it says perhaps, meaning could possibly, but not certainly, reach out for him. You see, we have a choice in the matter. One of the gifts that he gave us at our creation was the gift of free will. So we have a choice to walk this journey of life relying on ourselves, or we can reach out to the creator. And he promises that if we do, we will find him. Because as the passage states, he's not far from any of us. And that any means me, you, your children, your significant other, your parents, friends, family, and on and on and on. He is not far from any of us. Okay, okay. So are you ready for this? Here comes my favorite part. The part that just ties it all together. For in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. When I read that verse, I can just feel God's arms wrapping around me. And I can just feel him ensuring me that he has me. My life, my everything is tied to him. After all, I'm his offspring, his child, and so are you. So as I close today, I encourage you to make the decision to live every day, all of your moments, conscious of the knowledge that you don't have to walk this journey of life alone. The creator of everything is never far from you. You only have to reach out and he will be found. You simply have to abide in his love. This concludes our time for today, but tune in again next Sunday for Coffee with Crystal. And remember, God is a God of grace and each new day provides us with the opportunity to begin again. Choose God and may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life.